Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah 24, and let me just tell you, I'm really enjoying Jeremiah actually more than I thought I would. I'm learning a lot. I'm connecting some dots. I'm seeing more of God for who He really is, which is awesome, awesome, awesome. And I can just say that today we're going to be in a section where Jeremiah uses another object lesson, or the Lord uses another object lesson. And I like that way better than I like this kind of poetry stuff that we see. I I just have a hard time with some of that abstract language and uh, understanding exactly what's going on. But when it's clear like this in normal sentences and it has a good object lesson, kind of like Jesus' parables, I can get my head around this a lot quicker and a lot easier. So I'm excited to share this one with you. The heading in my Bible is called The Good Figs and the Bad Figs. After Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had taken into exile from Jerusalem Jeconiah, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, together with the officials of Judah, the craftsmen and the metal workers, and brought them to Babylon, the Lord showed me this vision. Behold, two baskets of figs placed before the temple of the Lord. One basket had very good figs, like first ripe figs, but the other basket had very bad figs, so bad that they could not be eaten. And the Lord said to me, What do you see, Jeremiah? I said, figs. The good figs, very good, and the bad figs, very bad. So bad that they cannot be eaten. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, like these good figs, so I will regard as good the exiles from Judah, whom I have sent away from this place to the land of the Chaldeans. I will set my eyes on them for good, and I will bring them back to this land. I will build them up and not tear them down. I will plant them, not pluck them up. I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord, and they shall be my people, and I will be their God, for they shall return to me with their whole heart. But thus says the Lord, like the bad figs that are so bad they cannot be eaten, so will I treat Zedekiah, the king of Judah, his officials, the remnant of Jerusalem who remain in this land, and those who dwell in the land of Egypt. I will make them a horror to all the kingdoms of the earth, to be a reproach, a byword, a taunt, and a curse in all the places where I shall drive them. And I will send sword, famine, and pestilence upon them until they shall be utterly destroyed from the land that I gave to them and their fathers. So it's an interesting illustration here, these two good and bad figs. Here's what jumped out at me that I think is really, really important for us to get our heads around. Did you notice why the good figs are going to return? And did you notice why the bad figs are not? Listen, this is verse 7 again. This is the good figs. I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord. They shall be my people, I will be their God, and they shall return to me with their whole heart. The reason that the good figs are the good figs according to this text, and really you can extrapolate this to other portions of scripture that would lead us to believe the reason that I am a Christian here today, or if you're a follower of Christ, the reason you are a follower of Christ is because God gave us hearts to know that he is the Lord. Where does this come from? 
okay, so I understand that Jesus came and lived and died. He was a perfect sacrifice. I understand in my mind that he offers me righteousness that I can't attain on my own, the perfect righteousness of God that satisfy his, satisfies his high, perfect standards of morality. I understand that Jesus' death paid a penalty for sin that I couldn't pay, but that I deserve to pay and that is required of me. Death, physical death, and separation from God, and that his resurrection defeated sin, death, the power of the devil, so that anybody who would put their faith and trust in Christ according to how God set it up, they could receive the righteousness of Christ, they could have the penalty mark paid, and they could stand holy and blameless, confidently, sinlessly redeemed before the creator of the universe. I understand all that. So got to ask a question, why do I understand all that? Is it just because I'm smart and, and people who don't understand that aren't smart? Is it just because I was raised in a family that took me to Sunday school and taught me these things and other people who don't understand these things weren't? No, I don't think you, I don't think those things are true. I think the reason I understand these things is because the Lord allowed me to understand these things. Not only do I understand these things, but I have gone so far as to put my faith and trust in these things. I have received this sacrifice that Christ offered for the forgiveness of my sins. Like the Bible says to those, John 1, to those who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Well, why did I receive this? Why do I believe in this? Is it because I'm just a pretty good guy compared to other people who don't receive this or don't believe this? No, I don't believe that at all. I believe that the reason I receive this and the reason I believe this, the reason I understand these things, the reason it makes sense to me, the reason I have a passion to build my life on the gospel and build my life on the truth of God's word, I believe it's for one reason and one reason only. It has nothing to do with me. And it's captured right here in verse 7. I will give them a heart to know that I am the Lord. In other words, God caused me to receive it. God caused me to believe it. God caused me to understand it. I would say that's true of any person today who trusts Christ. It's certainly true of the people from Judah who he is going to treat as good figs. It's not because they're good. It's not they're predisposed to be good because they just, they didn't quite fall into sin quite as bad as all the other people in Judah. No, they're just as predisposed to sin. They were probably involved in a lot of the stuff that's causing God to scatter them into exile. And so it has nothing to do with how they measured up against their peers. It has everything to do with the fact that the Lord, for whatever reason, according to his good purposes, according to his sovereign will, chose to give them a heart to know that he was the Lord. And he's chosen to do that for those of us who trust him as well. And so my prayer is often this, Lord, would you, would you give people who don't know you a heart to know that you are the Lord? Would you open their eyes to the truth of your word? Would you Help them to receive your son, Jesus, and believe in his name, just the way that you have for me and for others who are believers, followers of you. We count on you to do this because we can't make it happen, and they can't even make it happen themselves if you don't first move. And so we ask by your spirit that you would. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. 
The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.